love, love, lust, lust, and battle soul. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Love Less Than Badass Soul. I am your host, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by the lovely Miss Tanya D. What's up? <laughs> so we, we got some shit for you guys this week. Um, I guess the first thing that we're going to get into and just hop. Well, I don't want to hop right into it. I don't want to use that phrase right now, but uh, <laughs> Lizzo's <laughs> cheeks have caused a complete uproar. Um, and, you know, social media, of course did their thing what social media and the twitter machine does but the thing that really wanted like what i wanted to talk about here is because of the breakdown afterwards and the false the the false confidence that people have on and is it toxic is it not i know we talked about a little bit before and you've even mentioned how like people do the whole fake body positivity thing but what do you make of all this with lizzo and stuff glad you asked um my past, my other podcast, I kind of centered my show around the different elements dealing with the Lizzo situation mm -hmm. because I feel like it's very layered. It's multiple things happening with this with this situation. Um, but one, although all of us are tired of seeing her ass crack, like all of us collectively mm -hmm. as a unit are tired <laughs> of seeing her bare ass. Yeah. And I had to unfollow her on, on Instagram because I just was like, that's just not the content that I want to see on a regular basis. Okay. Like, I could look at my own fat ass in the mirror without having to look at that on my timeline. So um, there's a couple of ideas I feel about this because one, like I said, people use this or Lizzo as an opportunity to shit on every fat girl, mm -hmm. you know, like this, this anger and this type of language and just mean spirited things that people have been saying, it almost has nothing to do with Lizzo, but everything to do with how people just see fat people as distasteful. Yeah. And if you're fat, you should be ashamed. And if you're fat, you don't deserve certain things. It's just like when you see a nice looking guy, he's built, he's muscular, he's in the gym clearly, and you see him with the fat girl, you almost go like, why does he want her? Exactly. Or, you know, maybe she's paying him. You come up with all of these scenarios as to why they're together, because in your heart, you feel like fat people don't deserve good things. Mm. So that there is an element of people just hating fat people. I wouldn't call it fat phobia because that's a fear of no one fears fat girls. But <clears throat> the language that was used was like it was kind of going overboard. Yeah. And then I saw pictures of people with you know like uh whales jumping out of water like oh they're going with lizzo at the uh, in the beach or whatever yeah. and it was like i see what y'all are doing and i see where y'all are going now as far as lizzo is concerned um i feel like it's, it's kind of like the same thing with cardi b for me once certain celebrities um are praised for their personality so to speak mm -hmm. 
they become a caricature of themselves. Okay. So when people want to have them over for an interview or they want them at their establishment, they're basically going, put on the personality. That's what we're paying you for. That's why we ask you to come over because we're paying for this larger than life personality, funny, witty, whatever. And I feel like Lizzo is taking that to the extreme with the body positive thing. Yeah. Because it's like, there's nothing wrong with being big and being confident. Mm. And I think for everybody, it just reaches a point where it's distasteful. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't that she was fat and doing it. It was just like, one girl, your bare ass is on the seat in this stadium. Bare ass. So there's no telling how many asses have been on that seat? Mm-hmm. For now, Lizzo's that bare ass was on it. And also, no one is talking about the fact that she actually doesn't have an ass. At all. It's just a large back area. Mm-hmm. And, um, but because she's fat, it's kind of associated with having a, <laughs> a big butt. But that's not, what's, that's not yeah. what's happening there. So that's confidence in itself of her parading around her bare ass. And it's not really an actual ass. <laughs> Um, but I can get how people are just tired of looking at it, but there is an element of people just being mean spirited because they just simply don't like for people to be fat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, like with most things, it kind of falls in the middle because yeah, people are using it as a chance to fat shame, but like people were trying to like automatically go and comparing it to like, like she was at a, a, a basketball game and people are like posting like things from like scenes of music videos saying, well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is she was not at a event where there's going to be kids there. Like, I'm sorry, but if I take my kids to a basketball game and someone has their whole entire ass out, like just a random person, it's not going to be cool. So why should it be cool if it's Lizzo? To be fair, mm-hmm. it's like <clears throat> other people may not have done it, yeah. but let's say it's comparatively they say Nicki Minaj okay so I'm like but girl she paid for that ass to look like that unfortunately <laughs> and we've seen her ass so many times we wouldn't bat an eye yeah because it's proportioned and it's visually appealing to the eye now that's just like the whole Janet Jackson with the Super Bowl thing with the titty mm-hmm. even though it's a male I mean, a mal- what is it called wardrobe malfunction, malfunction. Yeah. even though it was that Men weren't like, oh, my God, my kids are here yeah, true. because it's titties that they want to see. OK. Um. So when it's things that men and women want to see, it's kind of like, Who's oh, my God, she's so crazy. Yeah. But because she was fat, it was like, <laughs> don't do that. That's disgusting. Yeah. And that's why I say it's, it's really kind of circled around just how people view being fat. And that it's something you should be ashamed of. So any big girl that exudes a certain type of confidence, we feel the need to humble them. Yeah. Same way that certain men with like very successful young ladies who have their degree, have a career, got their home, drive, you know, very independent. There are certain men that feel the need to humble them and take them down a peg. Yeah. Like you're going too far with your confidence. And it's like, there's a, it's just a part of me that feel like, who are we to tell people what to do with their confidence? If you don't like it, don't look. But if you keep clicking on the the article, you keep clicking on the IG, you keep clicking on the clips on Twitter, and then you perpetually keep talking about it, then you're obsessed with her. She became what? Entertainer of the year. Mm -hmm. And she she captioned it with, are you not entertained? She doesn't really care. So it's it's like, we kind of have to figure out what we're doing in this space too, because it's like, it really, it was like a couple seconds. Yeah. 
it was a couple seconds. <laughs> this wasn't like she was doing it the whole time and went, ran on the court and started twerking. <laughs> she was just, you know, first of all, shout out to that cameraman because he zipped out of there so damn fast. Yeah, I was like, good job, bro. But again, if it was an ass that men wanted to see, mm-hmm. if Cash Doll did that and her ass cheeks was out, men would be going nuts. It would be all over Twitter, all type of thirsty, horny tweets and shit like that. But because of somebody they don't want to see, it's treacherous. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it goes too far or not. I can't tell people what to do with their confidence. Like I said, it's just if you don't like it, tune into something else. It's real simple. There you go. Um, yeah, you don't have to look. Uh, I, and you know, Lizzo is a very pretty girl and she's talented. And I'm, I made a comment on my, um, other podcast that at this point, the only, my only issue is not even that her cheeks are out. It's not anything like, do you, um, I do worry about like the mental impact of what it has, but that's not my place to say, but at this point, my whole problem is you're giving us more cheeks than tracks. Like I want songs, like give me the songs. Like just, I, that's what I want. <laughs> baby how you feeling feeling good <laughs> gave you one bop there yeah she gave you um oh exactly. she got a joint with missy she does okay yeah. exactly i just i need more tracks like she's a very talented artist i just want more music from her like all these ant- she, she does have like work that she's done and work In the, the, the true parts that she's put yeah. out honestly it's just not music you really want to listen to or vibe to in a car mm. unless you're Caucasian and somewhere around 23 and your life is in shambles and you need a piece of confidence. So you put Lizzo on mm. and you go home and you got stickers that say live, love, laugh. Like it's specifically <laughs> for those type of white women. It's time we move. That's it. You killed that one. We're done. Like you, you got a great point there. <laughs> um, so in in like next topic that we want to talk about, and this is something that you know I try to have my introspective moments, and I'm asking mm. the question: What is the difference between being desired and va- and being valued? And like, how can you how can somebody tell the difference between the two? Like, how can you tell someone just physically desires you, and the, or that they actually value what you have to bring into their life? What do you think? I feel like <clears throat> as a woman, mm-hmm. I feel like people want me in theory. Mm. You, you don't want me. You want the idea of me. Mm. You want the curated version that I put on social media. That's what you want. You don't want me at my low days. You don't want me when I'm not my best. You don't want me then. Yeah. So you want me hypothetically and in theory. And because I keep that at the forefront of my mind, because literally being desired and valued is literally being wanted or needed. Mm. Um, so if you don't need my presence, you don't need what I have to offer, then it is just a form of desire and people can want you all day. So I don't really take it like compliments, especially on social media. I take with like the smallest molecule of grain of salt, Mm -hmm. because as much as somebody will, will thirst after you and comment and hard eyes and you're so beautiful, you're so, you're so, you can literally just scroll down their timeline and they're telling any woman that anyone. So it's not personal. It's not because they value you. Mm-hmm. There are people that do value you, but people who value you um, and desire you, I'm sure that you could probably date, get somewhere with. But anybody that has one or the other, you can't just need me. You can't just want me. Mm. And um, so, I mean, for me, that's like the difference. Like, what do you think? I agree. I, th- I think that people often want someone, like you said, they want them in theory. But you wouldn't even know what to do with you if you had that person. I'd be like, you don't know what to do with me. Exactly. Like, 
and and like you see so many times like people like they'll like the, the situations when like going after someone on social media works and then six months later they're just like eh, you know i don't even really like you you're cute to look at but i don't like you um and you know it's it's easy to want someone like i feel like wanting someone is just as easy as saying oh i like ass you got ass i want you but when you desire someone, when you're actually like pursuing someone, you want you it like the physical. You there's always going to be a level of physical attraction. So I'm I'm not with those people who are like well, you should just chase their mind. Like you have to be physically attracted to Please. someone that you want. Yeah, we're we're not even going to get into that. But you like you start. It's it's like when when you can value somebody's time without even sleeping with them. Like when you have that moment of sitting on the couch with your significant other and y'all just sitting there laughing and joking, and that intimacy is better than actually the the or not better, but sex is amazing but it's uh, it it feels it, it feels great like you're satisfied with that it's not even necessarily about now oh when we're gonna go and hump it's kind of like with the letters that we had last week like you got to be able to enjoy the person's time that you want you have to always want to know not only who they are but you're going to want to continually know who they're going to develop into and so that's the difference between just wanting and actually desiring or desiring and valuing someone so i guess for me like I was having a discussion with my friend and we were talking about um, like the worst things that can happen in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And to me, cheating is not the worst thing that can happen. Not that I'm encouraging it or that I would like for that to happen to mm -hmm. me because of course I'm going to, you know, it's painful. It's going to hurt me, whatever. But for me, I feel like the worst thing that can happen in a relationship is you stop wanting each other, yeah. you know, like when to me, I fear that he won't like me anymore. Mm. He loves the shit out of me. But if he doesn't like me anymore, it's going to change the dynamic of our relationship and mm. vice versa. If I don't like him, then it's going to change the dynamic of our relationship, because along with coming, the like um, is a part of that one is a part of that desire. And it is a part of that value. You see that that person brings some type of value to your life like i i was listening to something or other but it was basically explaining about the importance of being of value to someone an asset to someone's mm -hmm. life like if my absence doesn't remind you of my value then i had no value Ooh, so yeah. right like if i'm not there and you're like oh i can do this fine just without you mm -hmm. then you know what i'm saying i didn't really bring anything of value to you and i feel like that about friendships about relationships about anything if i walked into your life and i did not paint it and i did not leave an imprint then i had no value and i think what's happening now is people are letting their desires and wants overshadow what they actually and truly value that's why they get the girl with the fat ass and the slim waist and the big titties find out she can't cook find out she never went to school find out that she has daddy issues find out all of these things because you're so overshadowed by physicality or just wanting and like as humans you're never gonna not want that that's never gonna exist unless you're dead you're or sleeping you always want something yeah and that's why I, I think for me when i talk about women it's like do not bend to the beck and will of everything that a man wants because he's gonna want always yeah. so are you gonna keep changing because he wants so I think that as long as we kind of understand that there's nothing wrong with desires and wanting, but if it has no value, then it's a dead end. There you go. You yeah. listen, sage advice from a great woman. I say things. <laughs> I drink and I know things. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, the next topic, I, I was really excited to get your opinion on this one. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so. 
of that. Is monogamy natural? And so there was an article in Psychology Today, which, you know, mentions the high rate of divorce and cheating and everything. And then goes on to say how like sexual desires are natural. And for we naturally have like these desires to go after people sexually. So why do we limit ourselves by thinking of being monogamous when our bodies are basically telling us that that's not what we want? What do you think about that? <clears throat> Did a man write this? It had to be. Let me go back and look real quick. It had to be. Um, Absolutely. Lawrence Josephs wrote this. Of PhD. Course. <laughs> of course he did. Um, again, it goes back to my statement I just said before mm -hmm. that people are always wanting. So that ties into the idea of what you think monogamy is and isn't. Okay. Um, just because you have a desire to like a sexual desire or whatever the case is, it doesn't mean that one person can't please you. Mm. It means you just always want something else. Yeah. Um, so when you say natural, what's natural, what's natural is we have the desire to have sex. Yeah. It has nothing to do with how many people, uh, you know, variety. It really doesn't have anything to do with that. It comes from our primal instinct that we have sexual desires as animals. Like we're animal creatures and we have sexual desires, but it has no quantification of how many yeah. we need to have it with. And I think that we start interpreting our own personal ideas into things that are actually natural. And I think that men kind of adopt that kind of, oh, it's not natural to be with one woman because my desires and my this, my this, my that. And, and back in the motherland, they had 14 wives. I'm like, yeah, but they also chopped a piece of your dick off when you turned exactly. a certain age. Do you want to do that tradition? Mm -hmm. Or is it just the ones that you find convenient for you? So when you say is monogamy natural, I mean, I feel like you're going to be attracted to multiple people. Like, not that I would want a woman, but I find women attractive. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to like scissor her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can find things attractive or be attracted to things or people. Um, definitely don't be attracted to things. Definitely try to be attracted to people. It's really important. Yeah. But because um, if you're just attracted to things, you have an issue. We, we, you know, you definitely probably need to sit down and speak to somebody. There are classes, hills, all type of things. If you are attracted to like, I don't know, doorknobs. But the word natural being associated with monogamy, it kind of just rubs me the wrong way because I don't I can't say that it's not like it's unnatural to be with one person. I don't think that. Mm -hmm. Do you? I I think I, I I think monogamy is I think it's natural. Like like you said, I think our yes, our sexual desires are natural as well, but I think it takes control. Like if we're just going around just giving in to every desire that we have, that's uncivilized. Like we're we're living uncivilized. Like hell, I'd be lying if I didn't say I didn't have the desire to smack a motherfucker every once in a while, but I can't just go around and doing that because that's my natural desire. So right, um, you tell the police officer. Have you not known what we had discussed? <laughs> this is a part of my desire. Unhand me. <laughs> it's my oh, heart. Yeah, it's my and, heart. and you know, people try to, and I've I've heard this this like thought before that monogamy isn't actually actually natural, and people compare it to like how many animals are are monogamous, how many other mammals are monogamous, and it's just like, listen, what exactly? I don't like. What do you want to be compared to a monkey? Monogamy? Yeah, human. There, the thing that makes us human is we have a conscience. Exactly. 
we can do things with our consciousness. Mm-hmm. We can make things. I've never heard of an animal making a goddamn thing out of necessity, nothing. So I don't like when, when sometimes it's sim- simplified to a point where, well, if animals do it and we're animals, then how come they don't? I'm like, there are also penguins who have one life partner for their whole lives. Exactly. You don't talk about those one-offs because it doesn't coincide with what you are trying to persuade people to believe. Yeah. It's just, I, there's nothing about it that seems unnatural. People just want to fuck a lot of people and have a, an excuse for it. And it's natural. It's not natural. Do you think that it could ever work? And I don't know if this is technically polygamy because I, I don't know if it is or polyamory. Mm-hmm. But do you think it would work if somebody is in a monogamous? Let's say let's say you're you're in a, you're in a relationship with your boyfriend. Let's say you're monogamous, but you don't expect him to be. Could that work? Do you think that would work for some people? Sure, sure. Because for some people, they get off knowing that their partner is content and happy. Mm. And if another person makes them content and happy, there are some people willing to sacrifice that. So it may or may not work, but I don't see how anything works. That's not reciprocal. Yeah. If, if we're in a relationship and I am not smashing other dudes, I just don't see why you would be smashing other women. There's no balance. And anytime in a relationship there is unbalanced, you're going to have a problem eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I nigga, niggas write anything. Well, it wasn't even a, a nigga who wrote this, but motherfuckers just say anything. Sometimes. Nigga is really just, um, <laughs> it's not race specific anymore. It just means you. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. All right. Let's get into our last topic before we get into letters. And this one, you know, we we talk about a lot. Of, and that's what I like about the way that, that we've changed this podcast, especially since you come on. We cover stuff, we joke, we have serious conversations. But you know what? Every once in a while, I just want to have some sex talk. Um, so cool. <laughs> is phone sex a lost art? What do you think? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially, I guess maybe not if you're in a long distance type of situation, but mm. so long as that person is within 10 miles, I don't want to have phone sex. <laughs> like somebody need to hop on the bus. If y'all ain't got no car, like bring your we? ass or yeah. this ass will be brought to you. <laughs> but I am, I am, it's, it's probably just a personal thing. Maybe sexting is more of a thing because yeah. it's left more of the imagination. It's not as awkward as trying to figure out the sexy thing to say and the right tone of voice. You know, you're not trying to do that. And I think when you text, that text can get, that sext can get somebody in their office, in their cubicle, you know, thrown off like, hold up. You got time to think about it. You got time to <laughs> fantasize. You got time to, you know, really take in what they're saying instead of phone sex. So I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I would assume that if you're within 10 miles, like I said, <laughs> one or the other is happening. Uh, I, yeah. I, and I think, too, like the ability to video chat now and to send videos and stuff like it, it's like, why, OK, why are we just sitting here talking about like send me a picture of your vagina? Send me a picture of your breast. I need videos. video. Yeah, like it's I need boomerangs. I need all that. So yeah, and like I'll, I'm telling you. Well, never mind. I won't say it. Never mind. I won't say it. Don't. Okay. If you time the boomerang just right, like as you're coming, and then it, like never mind. So, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> is that kind of like an abortion? Because it's like the child coming and going. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm done. Don't put this um, in the clip. I, I, will, I will not put this in the clip. I promise you. I will because you know. I, but 
in my mind, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like childbirth, but also being taken away if you do a boomerang of that sort. <laughs> But yeah, I think the ease of access of like actually seeing and like getting video and pictures is like, all right, why are we just on the phone talking about it? And I think, you know, there used to be, don't judge me. I grew up in Europe again. We started early, but having phone sex back in the day, like when, to me, when I was in like high school and like waiting till your parents go to sleep and you like sitting on the phone, like that was exciting. But like nowadays, if I was even that age, I'm gonna be like, no, send me a video. Like, what? What? Why are we even talking about it right now? You're like, if I was there, what you was gonna do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly how it went down. Oh, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get. Like, people don't even talk on the phone anymore. Like, so many people are just like, I don't talk on the phone. Text me. That I can't imagine. Like, people would even know what to do having phone sex i think it's definitely becoming extinct mm-hmm. prehistoric because there's just so many ways to communicate now yeah um like i said between facetime between video chatting skype um social media dms it's just so many ways to communicate and to get that point across that i just don't see how people would be doing that in this day and age but i'm sure it still works for people who probably are in long distance situations and they just want audio you know some people are auditory yeah very important so i get it um it's just for me no (laughs) no boss and Uh, i have the voice like i have the sex operator voice but i'm not commenting i just don't want (laughs) to Yeah, I'm good on that, boss. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Send me a video. I don't. I don't need. I don't want to talk about it at all. I'm about that action. You don't need to talk. Um. <laughs> and I. <ooh. laughs> oh man. Uh. I know somebody who's gonna listen to this that we both know, and I. Never mind. We're gonna stop. Um. Boom. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go into our first break. And uh, we'll catch you guys after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. Ash, catch him in his bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. gentleman. Also known as K. Diddy, but better known as the People's Jabroni. (laughs) And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. Well, we're back from that break and we're going to get into your emails. Uh, Well, hopefully not specifically you, but they're listening. Uh, Miss Tanya is going to read the first one this week. Go ahead and take it away. Miss Tanya sounds like an auntie. Anyway, I'm sorry. It says conflict escalated with my girlfriend. She blocked me and I'm extremely stressed and feeling lost. There's always a reason why if Mm -hmm. you're being blocked. Anywho, really need some support right now. My long distance girlfriend, 18 year old, 18 year old female and I, 18 year old male of almost a year have had several arguments in the past week. Some severe and it was temporarily resolved yesterday till this morning. 
She did something bad and annoying and I responded poorly and it just escalated from there. Now she's blocked me. I'm really, really freaking out and I need consolation. I already know. This is one of those stories that you hear on the news and you like, I wonder, you, you can just guess the race. Yeah. Yeah. You can really just guess. I mean, I'm glad that um, we are multicultural here at Love, Lust and Badass. So that's all. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. You know, because sometimes you just need to infiltrate the the white community. Know what's going on over there. There you go. But um, how will I ever get over this? I feel like shit right now. And the world's ending. This can't end now. And not in this way. I need to take my mind off it. Please help me. I don't know what to do. Ah, emoji. Not sure which emoji that is. Um, adding a side note here. I'm trying to do other things to get my to get it off my mind. However, I'm 95% sure, based on past behavior, that she'll eventually text instead of calling, saying something about this being final and breaking up. I have a gut feeling she'll do that, and I'd hate to see it because I'd feel compelled to respond, and it ruined what I distracted myself with. I feel like if she doesn't talk to me for a while, she'll miss me and come back, but if she sends a text, she says it's final... She won't care or get back for the rest of today and possibly tomorrow. And it'll mess with me a lot. Man the fuck up. Like that's really what I surmise from this whole email. I try not to be too harsh. Yeah, because because you know, you guys listen to us and you support us. You're sending us these emails. Like, I don't want to be harsh, but really, man the fuck up. Like, like get a beer and get over it. Like, I don't know how. He's still trying to grow one. That's the thing that he distracted himself with, trying to grow a beard. So he was like, okay, if I just, but if she texts me, then I'm going to just go crazy and ruin everything. And here's one thing, and he's very young. So I'll be a little serious and say this thing, that your compulsiveness with not letting this person go, and if she texts me that she don't want to be with me anymore, it's going to ruin my day. And it's like you guys have your entire lives to make piss poor decisions. Why use them all up right now? And you say you've been together since uh, for a year and they're 18. So this is a high school sweetheart type of love. Mm. And it's just, mm, I don't know how to say it, but you just grow out of it. Just grow out of it. You get older. You deal with different women. Women may or may not act the exact same as this young lady here. And you have to learn how to deal with it without crumbling, without falling to pieces because she don't call or text or she wants to end the relationship. This gives me very, if I can't have you, no one will vibes. That's scary. And if a woman is no longer invested in the relationship, it is not your duty or responsibility to hold her there. She's not a hostage. And you guys are too young to be dealing with that. Go piss away your lives like everyone else and just... You know, just take it easy. This isn't such a big of a deal. And you won't understand maybe right now. But some years from now, you're going to look back at this relationship and be like, that didn't even count. There's plenty of relationships that don't even count because of how old you were at the time. You're 18. Like, I'm, I'm, and I hate, look, it works for some people because some people meet their future spouse and they end up being together for 30 years. But at the end of the day, you're That's- fucking... It's very rare, but you like you're 18 years old. Every relationship isn't meant to last forever. And I think once we come to terms with that, that like some some relationships have a a shelf life, like they they get to a point and then you guys outgrow each other. And that's not necessarily negative. It's okay to move on. Like, it's just you're not even old enough to drink a beer like you're fucking 18 years old, 18 years old. 
what are you going to play? Like Pokemon Go or whatever. Just masturbate. I don't know. Do something else with your time besides obsessing over someone that has the potential to break up with you like any second now. Yeah. I, remember, I don't know I if you wrote this, days. but people people who like back in the day, like young relationships where you like break up and then get back together two days later and then break up and get back together. Like that shit's toxic for as shit. Sure. Yeah. But we all for go through it. Sure. And it's fun. It's fun breaking up and getting back together when you're young. It's just the thrill of it. Nothing yeah. is more exciting than a bad relationship. Yeah. Until you get uh, older and then you guys have like bills and it's like when we break up, all right, nigga, you still need to pay this bill. Like Right, so I'm heartbroken and the light's about to be off. <laughs> shit. No. No, but you'll get over it and you'll be fine. There you go. There you go. Well, let's get into the next letter, the last one for today. This one is titled, My Ex's New Girlfriend is Cyberbullying Me. Oh, no. There's so many options to just get people off your timeline that people don't utilize. Exactly. But go ahead. Like, you, like, even if you don't want people to know you block them, they have the mute feature now, which is like, you know, you can just not see anything from them. Without them like seeing like, no. oh, this motherfucker blocked me. So my favorite one is the block unblock combo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you block them and unblock them. So you do both of y'all a favor. So we're not following each other. <laughs> yeah, you unfollow for the both of y'all. And then then, then when they then like six months a year later when they figure out, but like, I thought I was following you, girl. I thought you were following me too. I wonder what happened. I don't even what <laughs> happened. Twitter be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but let me get into reading this letter it's as the title says i've been bullied for the past month she calls me all names under the sun for no real reason i don't even know her she keeps posting about me on social media and although i blocked her she wouldn't stop mentioning my name along with some derogatory remarks that's a big word and you're very young so i'm proud of you um she <laughs> creates new accounts daily to bully me she's acting like a spoiled kid and i'm fed up me and my ex had broken up almost three years ago and after two years together we were each other's first love we haven't talked since 2018 this girl came into his life this summer my, th- my question how do you know when he never mind um okay. yeah uh i gotta say she has some nerve to call me a cheater due to the fact that my best friend found found my ex on tinder yesterday uh, i sort of want to confront her with screen with the screenshots funny thing is his ex exes always had something against me the previous two used to follow me around campus and take photos of me. I could understand this kind of behavior in elementary school, but college, but not college. Anyway, how should I approach the current situation? I'm confrontational <laughs> and I don't mind confrontation. So if I have to interrupt your goddamn literature class to stop right in front of you and ask you what the good hell is wrong with you, then that's what I'm going to do. I don't shy away from confrontation. I don't think that people should. If there is a problem, I'm going to ask you what that problem is. If that problem results in my my fist in your face, then that's just what it may be. But I'm not going to encourage more bullying. I'm just saying that it gets to a point where you have to stand up for yourself. So long as you are being passive and letting this person's quote unquote bully you around now, I just want to backtrack and say that this person bullying and this person is from what an ex that she has, mm-hmm. and you. I would really be asking like, what is going on in your relationship that I'm still involved? <laughs> does he does he scream my name? Like, what what is it that I'm still around when I'm not around? I would have to ask. I would ask very personal, hurtful questions because it, it almost gets to a point where, I mean, you really can't go to the police like I'm being cyber bullied. Exactly. And, 
You know well, they're taking saying? it more seriously nowadays because of all the people who like commit suicide from being cyberbullied. I don't know if you can actually charge something, but yeah. I don't I don't think you can. Um, but I probably would like I said, I will confront the situation and kind of just like, what is up with you? I will find a way to block them on everything. There are so many features to get people off of your visual experience. Mm-hmm. Mute, block, you can you can mute certain words, you can um I don't know. You can do a multitude of things. You could keep your page private so that people don't have an opportunity to just go on your page and while out. Um, but if you're saying they're following you around campus and by to me, you're stalking me, then I'm going yeah. to the police. That's true. Because now you're putting my life in danger and I don't like that. Yeah. And if we're in college, it's just probably not a good idea for you to have. Um any type of police report on you or any type of situation, I would either take it as far as like, for me, I'm like, um, very meticulous with getting people back. Like, so you're you're petty Betty. People who know me and my spirit and my Shondo deep down inside, I'm petty. (laughs) So it, to me, I have to CYA. I have to cover my own. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, build a track record. I'm going to build a file, a document. So, you know, so to speak on this person's behavior, I'm going to start taking pictures. I'm going to become obsessively trying to uh, paint you as a certain type of person when it does come to me speaking to the police, because if you won't listen to me, you won't reconcile with me. I'm sure you would like to reconcile with Miami PD or whomever, or wherever Mm -hmm. you are. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you can call me scary, you can call me whatever, because nothing can hurt you than black and white. Mm. You can heal from that punch, that slap may sting to the to the end of your, your day, but to have a police report on you, or um, what did we say that was? What's the what's the um report? I just said it. You file a um like was somebody stalking you? A restraining order. A restraining order. There you go. I don't know why they were just getting assist. Teamwork makes the dream work. We got each other. It does. <laughs> but definitely, I'm like, yeah, I need a restraining order because clearly you're obsessed with me. I don't know why, but that's okay because we'll have the police get to the bottom of why you're obsessed with me. And you also can't be within 50 feet of me. So get your ass. Um, that's my personal advice is just to do the same thing that she's doing. If she's following you around, girl, follow her around. Take some pictures. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm petty. I'll just walk behind her and go, yes, bitch. Now give me a look over your shoulder. Yes. <laughs> now lean into the camera. Yes. I can't, why can't but, I imagine your short ass doing it? I really, let me tell you, my spirit, <laughs> I'm 5'2", but my spirit is 7'2". You really can't tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, man. I don't mind doing that. I don't mind embarrassing her. I wouldn't mind doing those things because now... You're you're putting my life in jeopardy by being this way. So, yeah, my first advice, block sis on everything. Her and her partners, her friends, block, put your account, do what you want to do. But also, if it's going, if it's getting to a point where you feel like you're in danger or you're uncomfortable or you're not able to live your life like you normally do, girl, get the police involved. I don't know why women or people are kind of scared of that. Get the police involved because when something actually does happen, 
you have something going. I had already spoken to uh, school administrators. I have already spoken to the police. So I did my part. And and so now if you try to go to someone going, she's been bullying me for X amount of time, they're going to go, why haven't you said anything? Why haven't you come forward? Why haven't you done anything yeah. to recommend a situation? So it'll seem like you're trying to exacerbate the situation if you're not going to go get some type of help. But you could also just be a real bitch and bitches can't um, bully you. That's also an option. So my my I've never been cyberbullied at all because I like to fight and I will drive and find people. Um, How far are you willing to drive to fight somebody? It depends on the level of disrespect. Hmm. Because like if you if you just like if it's petty shit, I'm not driving that far. But for example. If you mention my children, I will drive to Africa. I will be underwater in the car driving to Africa and I will kill you. Side ass. note, what are you listening to on the way to beat somebody's ass? <laughs> <laughs> All Little John, uh, my crunk true, playlist. True. Yeah. Some true. Killer Mike on there. Yeah. I'm definitely listening to um, hmm, Nucket You Buck. Oh, yeah. There you go. That is um, a Negro spiritual. Um, Three Six Mafia <laughs> as I get closer. Uh, eight ball MJG. Ooh, that'll do. That'll do it. Don't make. I, I would just cut up in that damn yeah. car, and then you gotta end it off with some nice little Sam Smith, just to just to even you out before you go whip some ass. Because you also have to be connected to your Zen. Yeah. Before you ask, look. Yeah. But yeah, girl, it's just. I guess because I'm older, I'm just like these. Just these aren't real problems. That, yeah, yeah, that, that's mine too. I don't. I don't like using the age card or whatever. But it's like. What. I don't I've never gotten the, the thing where people follow somebody's ex if they didn't even like know the ex or the, the it was a long time before. Like, why are you worried about who they dated before? Like, the, like, do women do the thing? And I don't I don't want to I don't want to stereotype. But is it like true? Like what you see in TV where it's like, let me go see if his ex is prettier than me. Like, do women really do that shit? Or is that just a dream? Of course. OK, of course, of course. Um, I mean, I feel like I've done it. Not bullying, but I definitely went to go see. You know, and then I was like, oh, you definitely could have done better. But everybody isn't able. Mm. I remember a time <clears throat> I had an ex. The girl he was cheating on me with could have been like my sister. Mm. She had the same complexion. Is that scary? <laughs> mm. She had the same complexion. Her birthday was like days away from mine. Don't worry about how I found out. Um, She had a nose ring. She had big boobs, big forehead. Like, we literally could have just been siblings. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You cheated on me and went and found the bitch, like, my doppelganger? So, <clears throat> when I did go look who this person was, I was like, wow, the whole point of cheating is to get variety. <laughs> Dumb. Used well, up a cheat. I mean, you already said that, like, you, you're, you're a new bitch every day is, is your phrase. So, True. like, so, like, maybe he, maybe, maybe you weren't that bitch at that moment in time. So he wanted to go back to, to one you had been a couple of days ago. I am always that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. No such thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I got. <laughs> I got nothing left on this one. Like Tanya said, block block the motherfuckers. Like it, some, so at some point you have to be you have to protect your energy. And I don't mean to get all dramatic, but you really do. And you have to like eliminate certain shit uh, unless you just want. Like I said, it's either beat her ass and get it over with, or just eliminate the like the situation or be I petty. Have, I'm sorry. I also have a very toxic option. Okay, bully her back. Go, go to her page. Make four different pages. <laughs> Just 
to use recreationally and bully her. Just not want to say bully like something physical. Mm-hmm. But when she posts a picture, be like, wow, girl, you have hair on your third toe knuckle. What is going on? Sis, your wig is slipping back. You need to pull it frontal. I was on her page and act a donkey until she gets tired of me. And she got to come to me and be like, can you stop? And then it's like, all right. So that's also an option. Well, there goes the toxic option for Miss Tanya D. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to knock it. Uh, there you go. Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. You know, my favorite thing in, like, growing up, this is how petty that I was at one point. Luckily, I'm not like this anymore. Is I would, like, go, like, if somebody was trying to joke on me or whatever, I would, like, go in their, in their like, Facebook page and find pictures of their mama and be like, oh, your mama is really ugly. You really should be more humble. This is exactly why people can't be on my Facebook. <laughs> exactly why. People follow you on Instagram, Snapchat, on every other goddamn social app and will send you a friend request on Facebook. It's like, what do you oh, need to find? My, what pictures do you need? Because you can't have it. My Facebook is so locked down on, like, just family and shit. When people find me on Facebook, I'm like... All right, I can't add you because you had to do too much research to try to find mm-hmm. me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, why you want to be over here mm-hmm. with my family and shit? No, 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 no. You stay in the in the fucking gutter with Twitter <laughs> and the rest of the people that I hate. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Whew. Well, we did it again. Another great one. Uh, do you want to mm-hmm. leave the people with any parting words other than your social media? Um, I don't have any parting words except be kinder to fat people. Nobody is meaner than used to be fat people. Okay. That is true. Used to be fat people are mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, because they're making up for lost times. Anyway, be nicer to to fat people. Of course, you can always hit me up on Twitter at I am Queen T. I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on Instagram. Don't send me random. You know, random people that you don't really know mm-hmm. will like DM you, like like share some other video from other shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like they're scrolling Instagram and was like, I want to share this with Tanya. And I'm like, we don't even have a relationship. Why are you even sending me you're, things? You're a public figure, Tanya. You got to shit like that's going to happen. People look up to you. Don't know how. I'm 5'2". Well, they're looking up to your 7'2 spirit. That's what it is. Thanks. <laughs> so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, man. All I can say as far as parting words, this is what I'm going to say, because I've been nice lately. I I understand it. Everybody knows my foot fetish is out there. It's out in the public. If you send me ugly feet, I'm I've been nice this past week. I'm gunning your ass from now on. You what? So you have a fetish. I did not know. Okay. That's not something I would have asked. Okay. Um, But now that I know, Mm -hmm. I will make sure to tell you and things when I see them. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, what are friends for? That's what friends are for. <laughs> and you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at Loveless B-A-S Pod. And we appreciate all the support and everything that we've been getting. Uh, Tanya, you don't even know this. We actually broke a day one record for downloads last week. Excuse me. Yeah. So. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we love y'all. But uh, that's been another episode and we are out. Peace.